Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. Higher, further, faster, normies. On this episode, we're talking about the superpowered noble warrior soaring into the MCU. Sorry, noble warrior hero. The one and only, well, the most recent Captain Marvel on Normies Like Us. Something in my past is the key to all of this. I keep having these memories. A race of noble warriors. Noble warrior heroes. Oh boy, you guys don't have any clue, do you? I'm not gonna fight the war. I'm gonna end it. Ayo, bad girls. Bad girls. Good, bad, who's to say? Is, she, is being Kree inherently bad? Is it? I don't know. After seeing this, who's the real bad guy? Who's to say? I don't know. What's it mean to be a hero? What is the anti-hero to you and how do you incorporate that into your hero identity? We'll explore that today on Normies Like Us. What up? Wow, hey yo. Great intro there, bad girl. I was feeling very um, Delilah. Yeah, that really... I'd say you're kind of feeling Captain Cassie right now. I'm digging that too. Yes. Uh, what's up, guys? It's Colin here. Mike. Joe. And Captain Cassie. That was marvelous. Our very special guest bringing us in on a very special episode. We're talking Captain Marvel. We're going to be talking... Well, we're going to be talking a lot on this episode. Putting it together, I was trying to think about it because, like you said in the intro, Cassie, there's a lot of different Captain Marvels that aren't even in Marvel. Like, that alone is kind of weird and stupid. Yeah. But we're going to be talking comics. We're going to be talking the character. We're mostly going to be talking Carol Danvers. Welcome, everybody. It was marvelous. I enjoyed it overall. Before we jump too much into the review, how do, what do you guys think? I loved it. Yeah, feeling good coming off. I'm feeling of it, good. So. I'm excited to to talk more about it and get everyone's feelings. Yeah, we hinted at this in the past. Uh, you know, Joe. Again, here we are. Another comic book character that we're hitting without doing Superman, without <laughs> doing a deep dive on a lot of DC characters. This is and Mike. You just said, you know, the niche is going to be the comics here. What is everybody's relationship with Captain Marvel? I mean, how much did you know about her going into it? I'm not really a big Captain Marvel fan. I am now. I'm fucking part of the Carol Corps. How about you guys? Yeah, I, I would agree 100% with that. Uh, in the comics, not really a fan of her at all, especially like some of the stuff they did before the latest relaunch. Um, the movie just makes her so fun and cool. She's like Space Indiana Jones now. <laughs> I uh, yeah, me coming into the Captain Marvel world, I didn't really experience anything with her in the comics. I'm coming in pretty cold, and the the Brie Larson interpretation is really my introduction to the character, as far as any of this. So I'll be interested to learn uh, some of the comic origins uh, in the next bit too. How about you, Cassie? So my first introduction to any Captain Marvel, I'm jumping the gum to jumping the gun to video games quickly, playing Injustice. That's my first introduction mm. to Captain Marvel, which is not MCU. That's it's not, not even our, Marvel. It's not our lady. And that's Shazam. We're going to get Shazam. He is also technically Captain Marvel. Do you, They're just going to call him Shazam, probably? Yes, I, I think How so. are those yeah. rights going to work? I have no idea. But they're both very much, you know, in their own right, a Captain Marvel. So that was my first introduction to any Captain Marvel. And then Joe got an action figure. I found her at a con, and she looks like she has the helmet in the freaking mohawk. She looks yeah, the so mohawk. cool. Dope. So it's that version. And I was like, wait, Captain Marvel looks this cool? And he's like, yeah, she can fly in space. And I was like, what? 
So, and I also, you know, are we going to talk about Miss Marvel? I mean, is she at all? I mean, we have to. We have to jump into every part of it, basically. And I've read those comics, the new issues of Miss Marvel. So I've read those. And as far as a quick tease for the video games, has she been in Ultimate Alliance? Yeah, we'll get our uh, we'll get our we'll get that in. Right? We'll get it. <laughs> uh, if you don't think we got a quota for that on this episode, yeah. like, we will be hitting it. Well, I feel like we've set up a lot of mystery here with the comic side. As Cassie said, there's a DC Captain Marvel, there's Miss Marvel. So I think we should just go ahead and jump right into that. And I want to know about the true. This is the normie folks. The true comic origins of Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, Carol Danvers. All right, higher, further, faster comics. Let's hit it. Alright normies, welcome back. We're going to be talking comic origins of Captain Marvel, Marvel version. Not, we'll get into the other ones, but we're going to focus on our girl, Carol, first. Well, I want to jump on that just real quick, uh, Cassie, because you mentioned it when you were talking about it just for a second. In the 60s, Fawcett Comics, who owned Captain Marvel, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. aka Shazam, lost the rights because they just lapsed as a company. So when DC absorbed them, they didn't absorb that part of it. Marvel jumped on it and said, whoa, hold on, hold on. We have to get on that copyright. We're Marvel. I mean, yeah. people expect us oh, to you probably a have a Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. yeah, and they weren't the only ones. Uh, there were a couple war comics as well called Captain Marvel, if you can believe that, about a military captain named Captain Marvel. Um, and it just seemed like a genius idea. And that's where we go, and that's where we start on our character, Captain Marvel. So it's like they just forgot to renew the, the domain name? <laughs> yeah. oh, I mean, truly, Oops. it's patent yeah. trolls, basically. Yeah. yeah. No. But that was so much of like the early comic book days where like down and dirty, uh, you know, like time lead of Marvel, like Fawcett to DC, like these these little companies that are just being like eaten up. Oh, yeah. Look at the people who pitched Doom Patrol at DC who said we did it in a big open office. You know, the doors were open. You could see other assistants and editors going in and out. And the next thing I knew, a month later, one of those assistants was working at Marvel and they were working on X-Men about a, a misfit teen a superhero group red led by a guy in a wheelchair it's like ah oh, son of a bitch yeah. you see that a lot here so we jump over to it we jump over to captain marvel who sort of appears in Marvel. 1960s created wow. by roy thomas uh and like you guys are saying he's a space alien from the planet kree named marvell who's a spy sent to earth to kind of check us out uh, we saw in the movie them talking about border wars and disputes with their neighbors being the scrolls. When the comics started out, we were those neighbors. Earth was the planet they were keeping their eyes on. So it's kind of like, eh, very of the times, very political. Yeah. Because this was, I mean, this was, you know, commie Russia. Yeah. Like, that was all what it was a play on originally. Exactly. And a lot of those Cold War spies who would come to America and start reporting to Russia would gain sympathies with America, exactly like Captain Marvell did. All of a sudden, the Kree scientist and warrior who assumed the identity Dr. Walter Lawson was like, actually, these people are pretty cool. Like, they're kind of like babies that I just take care of. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm going to watch these babies. So other Krees found out, uh, including Jan Rog, who was featured in the movie as well, his 
his commanding officer, and they sent a Kree sentry, which is a giant robot, to come in and destroy and, like, fuck up the military and the Air Force, including his girlfriend, uh, a little lady named Carol Danvers, who they didn't like Dr. Walter Lawson, a.k.a. Marvell, hanging out with. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was also, like... Uh nationalism like purism like they didn't like him being with a filthy human even though again crees look like humans and they are white black and blue or blue yeah or blue so (laughs) i love that again you know we're hitting at the movie but would you guys love that subway scene in the intro where everybody's just hanging out and you see like oh look at the people in the background like that guy's blue that's a black guy that's a white guy like oh interesting yeah seeing that planet in the movie which we'll get to there was cool but so essentially what you're telling me is we have a guy who came to spy on Earth and then decided, yeah, yeah, I like these guys. No. And then, so how does his girlfriend, Carol Danvers, become Captain Marvel or So Ms. that Marvel? sentry comes down. It's a gigantic purple robot that looks really stupid. And I was kind of hoping it would be in the movie. I <laughs> thought it would. I thought yeah. it would be... Um like a training exercise yeah, that they something did just like as that, like a little so, throwaway. Yeah, like even a hologram or yeah, yeah, maybe even like a danger room you're saying, but yeah. no, nothing like that. I mean like, uh, you know, the destroyer in Thor coming yes, down. Like totally. I thought they would do something like that. We got a like nice that. little homage there. You think they'd sort of pick the same option Yeah, I kind it. of, I kind of was expecting that, but. It comes down, it starts blowing up uh, airplanes and shit and just fucking up Air Force bases. And of course, it's about to fuck up Carol as well. So Marvel puts on his Kree military uniform, gets out there, starts blowing stuff up, other Cree say to him, Captain Marvel, what are you doing? Bystanders hear this and they say, That must be a superhero named Captain Marvel. He's saving us. That's wow. where his name comes from. That's where the confusion is just people overhearing the word Marvel for Marvel. Again, it works. Uh, <laughs> it's for like a company I called Marvel. Yeah. It's really my biggest hurdle to get over it. You know, I would take literally for him to be named anything. So when the Sentry comes, they're trying to move a device called the Psych Magnetron and steal that to bring it back to the Cree. It explodes, goes off. Marvell jumps on fr- top of Carol to save her, and the explosion results in the energy scattering through him, his DNA merging with her and giving her superpowers. Yeah. So this da, is, da, 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 da. Uh, you know, the 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 Cree DNA, and they've they've done it a handful of different ways at this point. Now they've done blood transfusions in certain versions. Uh, the explosion is the OG, and we saw that kind of used in the movie as well yes. with the the device. Yes. We should say now with the newest comic book, The Life of Captain Marvel, it's been hinted at and, of course, very directly implied that the explosion was really more of a jump start of her powers and that she already had Kree DNA passed down from her mother, actually. Okay, so she already had a little bit of alien DNA. and Well, yeah, so the Kree like the scroll have been a part of the Marvel lore for such a long time that there's a lot of weird impacts they've had. One of the big things is uh Cree blood being kind of a catalyst for stuff like the inhumans. Yeah. Mm, yeah, Krees love to tinker with people. They were the original sort of chariot of the gods, like ancient aliens theory. Like these blue motherfuckers came down to our planet, started like poking at cavemen, split us up, maybe made X-Men, maybe made Inhumans. It keeps changing a lot. Yeah. But overall, they've always stayed true to being tied to Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Another thing I, I want to talk about her origin is, you know, in her backstory, she has like a strained relationship with her father, right? And he's always talking about how she's not good enough and he doesn't see women as equals to men. So she's growing up with that. She ends up putting herself through college by joining the Air Force as a way to stick it to her dad. Like, I'm going to college even if you won't support me, you support my brother, whatever. So she's constantly proving herself. And you get a little hints of that in the movie. But 
I wonder if you guys know more or can expand on that because I think that's really the strength of her. She's always getting up and always, and that's how she ends up in the military and working with NASA underneath this, the space people, you know, and that's why she's even around someone who would know the scroll or the Kree, right? Oh, yeah. And when you're talking Carol's actual personality, it's going to get a little dicey here, guys, because <laughs> we're going to be talking comic Carol. And I hate to break this to every listener even, but Normie's comic Carol is not liked. No, <laughs> like, she's not very People do nice. not like Carol Danvers. She's very mean. She's kind of bossy. Uh, she takes over things a lot. But like you're saying too, Mike, she, she stands up. Like you said, she puts herself through the Air Force. She graduates. Uh, because of the timing of when they retcon that stuff, when Kelly Sue DeConnick relaunched the line to make her Captain Marvel and cut out her Miss Marvel backstory. Because, of course, what I said earlier, the explosion that gave her those powers, that was to make her Miss Marvel. Yes. You know, That's she right. is sort of doing that same background and gaining those same powers now that she is Captain Marvel. But uh, there wasn't any of this stuff where now, like currently, where she had to be a quote-unquote military test pilot or something like that. No, no, no. She was relaunched in 2000s. Like, obviously, women could pilot in combat missions at that point. Um, and, and she had a much richer Air Force life, including uh, what I love when they remade the comic book uh, costume for her, they incorporated a lot of that Air Force quality. Like they put that dope bomber jacket on, yeah. her, which is like maybe the coolest look of the movie, I would say. I mean, throw a leather jacket on most things and they become it's true. the coolest yeah. version of that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very yeah. true. So where's so we have a lot of distinct identities and we have Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel. I believe there's like a space word. Proton or something? Oh, uh, we're talking binary. Binary, binary is yeah. her form. Uh, Mike, how dare you even bring this up? Because <laughs> now I have to talk about these stupid space aliens that interact with the X-Men from time to time that aren't even the scrolls, which, as we saw in the movies, uh, typically in the comic books, interacted with the Fantastic Four mainly, as mm. well Where as they Captain were Marvel. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, but the X-Men interacted with the Brood, yes. which were like, cockroach aliens like space were really stupid yeah space yeah. lizard cockroaches that abducted carol at one point also worked on her dna you know rearranged her powers and made her go super cosmic making her the binary and when we see her do these forms now like in the movie when she goes super saiyan that is her going binary she used oh, to not okay. be able to do that but they've incorporated it that it's like her newest most powerful form yeah because for a while especially in the late 90s early 2000s when she was rocking her like black get up mm, uh, mm, mm, mm. yeah the leotard baby yeah um she was essentially just like superman you know like they just the main thing they did with her was the super strength and the flying yeah she wasn't right. doing blasts that much and of not course, that much no what we ended up mowing her or knowing her most for in that time period or at least i did and i'd love to get your guys take on this as well was fucking rogue eating her from the x-men that yeah. is how rogue got her powers how she got her flight how she got her super strength was through carol what yeah carol For ended up in, oh yeah carol ended up in a coma for years as That's she was just underwritten cast fact yeah i mean people are you know familiar with suki's rogue <laughs> you know from the bs series and rogue from the cartoons and i always knew that she could fly and she was strong but mm -hmm. i had no idea that she got those powers from carol dan yeah, not she, born she juiced eat. carol what do you mean eat you know how um rogue does that sort of parasitic touch for the oh, life yeah. force she yeah. just held on too long for carol and ended up stealing all of her memories and sort of having an identity crisis where she sort of assumed for a long time that she was a good guy that was back when rogue was a bad guy unfortunately yeah, rogue, like gambit used to be a bad guy <laughs> 
say. Right. Wow. That is see that that's probably one of the most niche things we're yeah, so when so we're talking far. like 90s, like growing up reading these comic books, again, I don't know about you guys, I'm always looking over to Joe as sort of my guru and sort of my kindred yeah. spirit of what we were reading at the time. I wasn't reading Carol because Carol was in a coma. She was a corpse, Carol, Carol was either in a coma or used specifically for event books, yes. where it would be like, we need someone super strong that we can just bring in to like fight you know onslaught Thanos, or something like maybe. that yeah yeah, yeah like really. i see um, somebody's gonna bend steel beams they're gonna look good in what's basically a swimsuit and they're maybe gonna hook up with a main guy in the series unfortunately that's how it was dudes she was hooking up with peter parker she was hooking up with roadie uh she was hooking up with dr walson captain marvel yeah and you know we'll 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 get to Rhodey because I think that's interesting. That's a relationship I actually like. It's not going to carry. I'm cutting you off right now, Joe. It's you don't think not so? going to carry. He's not going to pop up in her movies. I don't want it. I would have loved to oh, see a young yeah, the movies Rhodey. is one thing, yeah. but like I really I I mean they're military people. Okay. Like they they get along because yeah, they're both pilots. military brats. Um, I want to talk about the the death of Marvel a little bit. Yes. Uh, so you had. Captain Marvel, right? And you had Miss Marvel, Carol. Um, Captain Marvel died and stayed dead. Captain Marvel in, uh, I think it was like 86. So Jim Starlin eventually takes over the character. We talked about him a lot in our uh, Infinity Norms episode. Go back and check that out, Normies, because of course he's the guy who created Thanos and a lot of these cosmic characters. After people had kind of fallen off with Marvel, like he's not looking how we assume he looks at this point. You know, those cool centurion costumes in the movie was with yeah. the green and the white. He's not rocking that. He's rocking sort of the black and red domino mask. Yeah. More what you see Carol's costume eventually become. Almost mm-hmm. like Adam Warlock. Yes, exactly. He becomes sort of a space cop and Adam Warlock, a Green Lantern. He's out there. He's doing cool things. He has these things called like the Magna Gauntlets that are giving him quantum powers to sort of like do incredible feats. And he's also been relaunched to be more like Shazam at DC. He now shares a body with Rick Jones. Exactly how Shazam had to say my name and a little boy becomes a man all of a sudden captain marvel has to become a teenage boy like why is that carrying over so as joe's saying we get a super serious look at comic books when all of a sudden marvel dies of what guys cancer really yeah, he just gets lung cancer he gets and a dies. very quiet death where wow. he just dies because he gets sick no. the earth air was not agreeing with him yeah might not have been yeah, I mean it's 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 a really weird point in comic books and a really weird read too cuz it is very somber and it sticks. You know, it's not uh one of those comic book deaths where it's like, "Oh, Batman, you know, got exploded by dark side. He's traveling through time. He'll be back." It was no, you you got lung cancer and died 6 months later. I'm not kidding. You see Captain Marvel lose weight. Yeah, like really. this happens in the 80s, guys. <laughs> like, come on. And again, for young comic book readers, we just weren't growing up with him because he was dead. He yeah. had cancer. Carol was in a coma. You know, what were you doing with these Captain Marvel characters? But then, you know, you get the relaunch. Captain right. Marvel is back. And this time it's Carol Danvers. It's Carol. We need her as the captain. We don't need her as the miss. I was thinking about this watching mm. the movie. And again, we'll jump into enormous. Sorry to keep headlining it. But you, I saw so much stuff online about how uh, we'll never get the black costume with the yellow stripe of lightning. That's so dumb. And I just thought, 
You know what? It's not because she's never going to be Miss Marvel. No, she's the movie never going to be Miss Marvel. The movie version is Captain Marvel. Yeah. Right. That's who she's always going to be. And that's a good thing. It's, it's a great thing because I love who she's become. We need a Kamala Khan Miss Marvel. That's what we oh, need. I please. need yesterday. So, uh, yeah, so let's, we have the new Captain Marvel, and now that there's a new Captain Marvel, we need a new Miss Marvel. Uh, and we have a new Miss Marvel, and her name is Kamala Khan, and she's Kamala great. Khan, yeah. baby. She is my, my favorite of the recent characters created and introduced in Marvel. She is the new Peter Parker. Really? Uh, she's young. She's learning how to use her powers for the first time. Um, and her powers are different. They're very Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, so she is an inhuman, uh, which, you know, kind of maybe technically has Cree blood then, it's too. It's not going to matter, guys. It was at a time period do. when inhumans were happening. It's never going to matter again. Yeah. When she gets translated, we're never going to hear that word. But no. keep going, baby. <laughs> yeah. right. so, so that's technically how she has her powers. And her powers are Mr. Fantastic, uh, Stretchy. Kind of shape shifty, but not really, because that's how in her first couple issues, right? She's basically just pretending so to be Captain in the Marvel. First, you hmm. know, in the original, in the reissue, she does turn into the black suit Captain Marvel for a second, and she like envisions her, and then she becomes her, and that's all like a play on her psyche and not part of her powers. So yeah, she has a little has, adventure as yeah. Carol Miss Marvel. Yeah. So cool. Well, that's one way you could do it. What's the and the name of this character again? Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Khan. Yeah, the first Pakistani character you know ever to be featured in comic books, oh, and great. it's very cool that Marvel sort of broke that in and that she's super popular. I mean, Brie Larson has had to answer questions on the press tour. Okay, so when's Kamala Khan getting introduced? Yeah. Exactly. Okay, guys, I have to exist before someone who's a fan of me can exist, <laughs> and that's like like uh, one of the reasons I love her so much, and she reminds me so much of Peter is that she is. She She's a stand for superheroes. Like she loves doing the right thing because she grew up idealizing Carol, idealizing Peter. Uh, you know, like her first couple issues are, are so much fun because Wolverine will show up and they'll go on a little adventure together and she'll be like, okay, so you you were with Storm one time, you were with Jean Grey one time, you're definitely best with Storm, here's why I think all of this, yeah. there's fan fiction of you online. Um, <laughs> so it's like, uh, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers is who the kids growing up would want to be and then Kamala Khan is who they are. Yes. Right. Captain Captain Marvel is the John Wayne movie that your dad watches and you've got very good memories about it and you're like, oh my God, that's so cool. But you want to watch something cool and modern and that's the hip fucking Kamala Khan. But so let me ask you guys this. Let's jump back to Carol real quick. Characters like this. Now, Carol is a cosmic character who goes out of her way to fly, shoot laser beams. She's basically invulnerable. She can breathe in space. Do you guys like characters like this? She's got a bit of a Superman complex, but no kryptonite. No. These yeah. are, are not my my go-to characters. I like... I, I mean, I like the grounded stuff. Um, not like... Not like Spider-Man is grounded, but like, <laughs> you know, it, it's in Manhattan. It's it's in New York. It's not, oh, I gotta fly over to this planet and do this and this. That's just not really like my favorite bag. As a huge Star Trek mark, you know, it seems like the cosmic stuff would be right up my alley, but in comic books too, yeah, I like to stay on Earth. I don't, when we get up to Galactus and stuff, it's just, it's just too crazy. Yeah. And we have people with the powers to like, punch a spaceship to death 
It's a little much for me. I mean, that's why Carol's I like Punch Galactus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, there you ugh. go. See, that's yeah. why I like Miss Marvel because she's she's guarding Trenton, New Jersey. There you it's go. Someone's like, got to do it. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll, Dude, I'll, I'll, I'm hell, there for that. Yeah. Somebody has to do it. I like to imagine Kamala Khan running around Red Hook, <laughs> fucking you know, sighting stuff out, walking to bodegas, asking people what's going on. Fuck yeah, Joe. I yeah. love that. That day. just that does it for me more than. Uh, I don't know. Like, you know, Colin, you're a Green Lantern fan, though, so you have that going, I mean, at least. that is her origin. When we're talking about the DC characters, she's a space cop who gets her powers from an alien who was, like, sent there to spy on us. Like, what's that fucking sounding like, guys? Yeah, yeah, it's Green Lantern. Yeah, and Miss Marshall. Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah, all that I stuff. Like, I like these big, poppy powers for a woman. Mm. Regardless, I think her powers are really cool. And I it was very satisfying to see her fly through space and punch through a spaceship and be like, yeah, like there is this one moment where she like you can tell she's enjoying herself. And it wow. was just such a macho. We haven't moment. seen that since Aquaman. Yeah. No, there was some, you know, jaw gape there like not to pitch the movie, but yeah, yeah I was like, this is very cool. So how do you level down this character? What is her kryptonite? A lot of the times, and we kind of hinted at this with Captain Marvel, she ends up getting cancer. <laughs> she ends up it's getting radiation brain tumors. Yeah. I mean, her body cannot handle the powers that it has inside it. It's almost like a battery. So a lot of times she has to go binary to sort of drain it out of her system. That's right. Yeah, I did hear. That's why she goes dormant frequently, because she'll just burn through all of her power and then just have to basically recharge. For yeah. Long Which I'm period. curious if that's something again, not to tease her too much that the movies will address because the movie takes place in 95. We're going to see her now in 2019. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a long time. I'm curious yeah. if they'll do stuff like that with her. Cause I think well, that I think is she'd be smart about her powers. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a cool, that's a cool way to make the character more interesting of like, she's got all this power, but she can't use it too much. Cause you use it too much. You're going to get sick. Yeah, Cause if I was a villain. Then I would just, build as many crazy robots as I could and just keep throwing them at wave her yeah, until wave. the powers are drained and then now is your chance to strike. Like, you have to create a strategy like that so as long as there is a way to overcome this, like, badassery, yeah. Um, and on the point of villains, like, w- does she have iconic villains? You said she punched Galactus. Like, what's... Does the, she have iconic villains? Who does she generally villains? deal with? Look, Mike, I, keep, I hate to keep relating her to Aquaman. Because we just talked about him on our past episode. Hell Give me yeah. a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, we did. Hell yeah. We talked about him running into very similar villains. It's always the god of the sea, the king of the sea, the usurper of the crown. Yeah. With Carol, a lot of it's like, I'm the Cree person who's in charge of the Cree now. Fuck the supreme intelligence. Fuck Yon Rog. I've decided, fuck Ronan. I've decided I'm going to be the new accuser or quote unquote this yeah. or that. And it's like, oh, cool. Awesome. Also, Let I would argue this. Like- any any Nova villain is also a Captain Marvel villain. Any event villain is also a Captain Marvel villain. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, she's leading a team of Avengers she's now. She's encountered the Phoenix Force, too. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, and punched it once again. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, Carol's really good at punching stuff. That's mostly how <laughs> she, she solves her she problems. Kamala <laughs> does that, too. Yeah. That's what's fun with her power. She grows her fist and then punches. And fucking so smashes the like shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, like a big yeah. hammer. Yeah. She's, she's I, like, again, not to pitch her more than Carol, because this is Carol's episode. Mm, yeah. It's everybody. about the comics, yeah. though, I would much more she's recommend. She's a big part of the draw. Yeah. Go to the mist, baby. Because yeah, that was, like, one Valentine's Day that that was, I was, 
it was I think it was like 2015 and 2014 when when Kamala first came out and I was like you're gonna love this this is gonna be one of your new favorites because I mean she's she's new Peter yeah, oh, yeah she's like, young and excited we did the uh, the villains episode recently too and like hearing about Kamala not that she's a sidekick per se but like a sub character yeah right? like almost even that's a fascinating topic to touch on in another episode as well so. but think about that I mean because they become their own characters so was Carol you know Carol was Miss Marvel like at some point maybe the they'll kill Carol and Kamala will take that yeah I am kind of scared of that future yeah. <laughs> and then we'll get the next Miss the next Captain the next that I mean Can we talk a so little many bit Captain about Americas and stuff um, oh guys what I hate to scare you with is Captain Marvel has his own nephews cousins who are called marvel boy you know things like that it's like we're not even we're touching the tip of it by just talking about carol in her little corner of that world that's what's scary about it and most people have not been introduced to the kree no scrawl i mean i saw them in the x-men cartoons and stuff no but once again mike perfect opportunity here for normies to jump on five issues released this year the life of captain marvel that reinvents the character's origin closer to the movie that we just saw that hits um all the highlights that you would want out of the character while also setting her up to really have a big role in the marvel universe going forward and also there's a a relaunch number one right now like we we just picked that up it is and it it has Tony in it, so you get to see Carol and Tony argue, and they openly hate each other. Ah. There's a very good, cool character that's relatable, I think, to Captain Marvel that's new Hazmat, and she has toxic abilities. And like you were just saying about how Carol, she's got to get it out, she's got to go binary. Hazmat has her issue is she's leaking, so she was Ooh, able to like keep in her toxic toxicity, toxicity, toxicity. She can keep it in her body. But now she has to wear a suit, much like the Kree suit. So uh, I would love to see that introduced as a villain for Carol. Then I mean, yeah, that's like maybe. a perfect that's foil. That's why for Tony her. has hers because he is more afraid of mm. her turning into a villain than. Yeah. So here's know. a hot take. I I hate Tony as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Like I've, I'm sure we've talked about it at some point. Yeah. Uh, bef- right before this relaunch, the reason that they hate each other is because they were just on opposite sides of Civil War Two, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that was the one where they tried to make. Iron Man the good guy and and Carol the bad guy because you can't just have Cap and Iron Man again for no, Civil War 2. That's what soured a lot of the fans on Carol is that she took the wrong side at using an inhuman who could maybe predict future crimes. We had a bit of a minority report there. Yeah, it's really just time. Yeah. She hasn't it, it, it's inconsistent. Like is is the well, really that's the, the issue. issue? Is it because people don't know at Marvel what they wanted her to be, other than she should be the female face of their comic book? Yeah. So like mm. when they need her to be <sighs> rude <laughs> or, or or like uncaring, unforgiving, they let her do that. And then when they need someone to like save the day, like uh, you know, sacrifice style, they have her do that. When they need someone who can crack jokes, they have her do that. But what it oh. leaves you with is a really muddled personality. So when you see her being terrible to everyone in Civil War Two, it's like, well, I don't like you anymore. Why are you mean to Why me? are you nothing like you were in your own book? Interesting, so a bit of identity crisis. Yeah, which I guess is not her fault. That's the writer's not fault. Not her yeah. fault. She's had five different origin stories. She's had <laughs> six relaunches at number one since she took over the title Captain Marvel. Which has they only been like know. five years. Oh, my God. They don't know what to do wow. with her. There is no consistency for a character who has no consistency. Yes. But 
with the success of the movie, please, and her introduction to the MCU, I think this new relaunch is gonna gonna stick. Stay um, to it. Let that be a miniseries. Lead it into a new full time run where you don't stay off it. Yeah, you fucking stay at it. You get highlighted big names to write that shit, and you just stay to it. Because we should say the art for that five uh, issue miniseries. It's like watercolors. It's fucking yeah, gorgeous really too. Cool. Yeah. And like Kelly Sue McCormick really should be praised for what she did with this character where it's like, you know, let's take the person who's always in a coma or just shows up when we need her to show up and give her something. That's what they're trying to do, at least. The writer of the new reboot, the newest one, is Kelly Thompson. Guess what she did? Oh, please. Gambit and Rogue. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I like that book. Yeah, that's some great why it's so good. That's why I got then, it. Yeah. And it had major buzz when it came out. And it's great. It's it's pretty perfect yeah. in terms of a comic book. It has plenty of action, some fun quips. It's really... Mm. You could get that in a rerun right now. Like, that is... It, it's only, like, two or three months old at this point. Yeah. Mm. Okay, let's do last-minute sort of lightning rounds on Carol's life in the comic books. Okay, we said sidekick. She's got Kamala Khan. How about a pet? What's her pet's name? Chewy. Chewy, that's right. He's a flurkin. We saw him in the movies. Did you guys love a little Chewy? Yeah. Are you out of your flurkin mind? Are you out of your flurkin mind? Which I'm is a sorry, little tentacle Deuce? cat monster. Yeah, yes. no. right. His real name is Chewy, but I guess they didn't want to call him Chewy in the movie, and we'll get into that. Well, they probably get in trouble from Star Wars. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Which they already wait, own, yeah, and I think that's what it was, is they just wanted to get the highlight off it. It's like, why would we reference something we don't need I to reference? It's like Spielberg cutting out Spielberg references from Ready Player One. But they didn't do it when, I mean, Civil War, like, hey, you ever seen that really old movie? I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, Empire Strikes Yeah, yeah, and aliens, they're always doing it. Okay, so how about this? Where's Carol's lair? She has a lair, old-timey style, you know, sort of like Batman would have. Where does Carol spend her days? I just hear the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music. (laughs) 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 Any guesses, anybody? Does she have a hideout in space? Mm. That'd be my guess. In orbit. On Earth, on Earth. She, She hangs out in spaceships all the time. Boston. (laughs) <laughs> no New York she is put up officially by the government she rents out an apartment inside the torch of the Statue of Liberty <laughs> where Magneto Captain put that thing Marvel yeah oh Captain Marvel oh. operates she was there in the torch hey shut up Magneto yeah. I'm trying to shut sleep up. I got a meeting in the morning <laughs> yeah probably the, the Statue of Liberty she's living in the statue wow and how about this last one her best friend her best friend a female superhero in the MC or not MCU, in the Marvel Universe, I would hope to see in the MCU. That's a little hint for you guys. Anybody? Any guesses? Spider-Woman? Spider-Woman! Jessica She's Drew! She's in the reissuing, and they're, they're, they seem to very much like each they're other. They're inseparable, yeah. since the 70s even, which yeah. seems very strange. Again, Jessica Drew was a spy and is British, so yeah. an American Air Force agent hooking up with each other. I guess it's just mutual respect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, she was a Hydra spy yeah. and went through all of that. Like, they both had really tepid pasts and been rewritten a million well, times. Well, yeah, I was going to say relaunched, yeah. changed identities, changed costumes. Maybe they are the only thing holding yeah, on to each other. You ever feel like you, you don't know who you really are? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They just love each other. I'm so confused. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, that's a perfect note right there, Mike, because let's go ahead and jump off the comics and jump to a movie about a lady trying to figure out who she is. Should we go ahead and talk Captain Marvel? Let's do it. Let's do it. Higher, faster, normier. Captain Marvel, the movie, by Marvel. All right, 
let's get into it. This movie, what your your hits and shits. For <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Captain I was Marvel. trying to think. I'm not positive we ever did hit or shit. We didn't do a hit or um, shit for Captain we Marvel. We definitely never uh. talked about the controversy about the little uh, online trolls getting worked up about it. Just get that out of the way. Get it yeah, out of the yeah. way. So let's let's. We've all seen the movie. We've all we'll seen review the movie. the movie. But going into it, what was the the, the cultural zeitgeist saying? Oh, everybody was saying boycott that it wasn't going to make any money. We're obviously seeing that that's not true now. Which is uh, like you got to you got to be a certain kind of dumb to think uh, an MCU movie is not going to make money. Yeah, the, the the last MCU movie before Endgame. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is the last piece of the puzzle. Yeah, you know, like it's the intro. It. I mean, it's like it's like the first Avenger all over again. I mean, yeah. this was, you yeah. know, MCU number 21. Yeah. So they they showed uh, in back in phase one. It was Captain America, the first Avenger direct lead into Avengers. Yeah, uh, they saved the best for last. Does everyone think they did it again here with Captain Marvel? Ooh, that's a very good question. I would say so. Uh, okay, so here's the big thing, guys. It's my new favorite Marvel movie. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it. So how about you guys? Everybody's take. Let's go around. Um, mostly positive. I think the first like 10 to 15 minutes are really slow. And then when she gets to Earth, I'm 100% in. Um, but man, Jude Law. That doesn't doesn't bring a lot to the table for me. As Jan Rog, yeah. your favorite Cree villain. Comic <laughs> yeah, books, you ruined my favorite Jan Rog. Yeah. Um, I just felt like like Joe. You're saying kind of mixed. And the Rotten Tomatoes is maybe leaning towards you. It's at like 81 percent right now, which somehow people say is mixed. That sounds very positive. <laughs> yeah, very that sounds very positive. But how about you guys, Cassie? Thoughts, reactions? I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed, say, Ragnarok. Um, would definitely say I'd rather watch Ragnarok again before I watch that. Um, the other buddy cop. Ooh, maybe we should yeah. ballpark real quick. So if I'm saying top of the top, are you saying top five? Or are you saying top ten, Cassie? Um, I would say top ten. Twenty-one movies. Joe saying top, top five ten. For me, top five. Like, that's you great. Pay me to watch any of the Iron Mans again. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, can you blame me? Jude no, Law's not at all. In <laughs> yeah, oh, there's enough. God, if Jude Law was in those, I wouldn't watch him ever. <laughs> um, I'm blanking on like a lot of other Marvel movies, but is this our first female-led Marvel movie? Yes, yes. it is. Yes. So yeah, other absolutely. than Ant Man and the Wasp, which again you could say is a two-hander, but sure. But Wasp barely Captain gets Marvel, anything to yes. do in that yeah, movie. She doesn't have anything to do. Yeah, so that. I I would say hands down, it is the first. Uh, movie not you know we've obviously had Jessica on Netflix and you know the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is yeah. is mostly the Quake show yeah it's truly anchored by Chloe Bennett all right Mike yeah thoughts so, reactions where does it land it's pretty in the middle it serves as a you know a pretty standard origin story um, you know a little bit of fragmented memories uh, there's cool stuff I just feel that DC beat him to it and I think Wonder Woman did a better job of like the woman out of time fish out of water scenes they, but the action's really cool, and I actually like being in space more than Earth because it felt very Star Trekky. It did. I, I really liked. I know I said so that I'm that's not my kind of stuff, bit. but um, the the MCU's done a really great job with with expanding their universe outward. And I don't like space in the comics, but I'm enjoying the way it's. It been works well in, in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Ragnarok, like it's been done well. So um, that being said, we got our, our initials. Did you guys have any awareness? Were you guys paying attention to the? the controversy, all the bullshit kind of going on before you saw the movie. 
Yes, in that I am a very judgy person who will not let stuff go. So I will troll <laughs> things on Reddit where I will sort of vigilante watch and try to be a judge of, well, why are these people stirring up bullshit? Let me monitor this person. Oh, they're stirring up bullshit in all these wrong places, saying, oh, lying, yeah. I saw the movie, I asked for a refund, it's so dumb, you should go to Alita anyways. Okay, well, the movie hasn't come out in your country, I'm noticing yet. I do all that dumb bullshit. How did Alita get involved in this? And you gotta wonder about it's that a too. Great, it's a great question. Why? <laughs> that, that people can say this person is inappropriate to what it means to be a female-led film. Here's one I enjoyed, but I guess why prop up that one over another? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I There's think also it comes like, down to just revenge of reviews of, of people thinking yeah. Alita was unfairly treated and Captain Marvel wouldn't be. Well, also, I mean, it's you know the MAGA men making a backlash against Brie Larson. The true villain of Captain Marvel is the MAGA man. Yeah. They <laughs> it's should, the I, orange buffoon. It's who, not the greens. It's not buffoon. the blue. Yeah. It's this orange guy on Earth. Whoever, yeah, whoever is the first one to bring MAGA as a as a villain in the comics, which would be like, like do it like Hive. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Oh, God, yeah. Um, if I got to send any Marvel hero to take down Trump, it's definitely got to be Captain Marvel, though. Oh, she can please, just punch him into please. oblivion. And oh, I'll land at the Pentagon. Yeah. Call him over. Let's just Photoshop the panel of Captain America punching Hitler. Give me Captain Marvel with the mohawk. Uh, <laughs> if that was I think the it's been done. of her new comic, I would buy a um, movie, really? <laughs> Kam- Kamala, movie. there is one. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, that, that was big. Well, because it was all the, you know... Um, the travel ban and stuff yes. like that was going on at the time. So that, that was, was like a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. But felt- yeah, I mean, I, I saw a lot of it on Twitter and, and read it and stuff like that. But it deterred none of us. I no. ignored all of it going in. But then after I watched the movie, I watched some of like the more, you know, rabble rousing reviewers on YouTube. I tried to look at the other side and see what their points were. They were generally pretty terrible. Oh yeah. The guy at Geeks and Gamers who predicted that it would fail and was the person leading the boycott basically after it made the money that it has, which is I believe at $153 million in the course of two days. On track for a billion. Basically said, who cares? Obviously my boycott worked. You guys are talking about me. (laughs) It's like, oh cool buddy. I succeeded. Everybody hates me and the movie did well. I'm Martin Shkreli dog. I am Rachel Ghoul. The fucking demons have this Cassie this whole I really try not to pay attention you know I'm I stay away from Reddit because of things like this good and, you know it's all been praise on my end because you know I follow you know people doing fan art of Captain Marvel they're so excited to be drawing like a powerful woman with like super like Superman type powers is just so satisfying you know because we don't you know we don't really have a flyer in Marvel, like a female flyer, she is, that's Wonder Woman. We haven't even seen her fly. Yet. She is the she's only character. Too, um, she's the only MCU character who flies without any device. Yeah, mm. you know, Thor needs that's his hammer. What, yeah. yeah, Gamora had that little jetpack. Yeah, Gamora had a jetpack. <laughs> Tony's got rocket boots. You know. Peter yeah. can web swing, but she is the yeah. only straight up flyer. DC yeah. has got the more mystically gifted women, that's for sure. And then more grounded type women in the Marvel universe, yeah. I think. I mean, I hate to do the comparison because it's. You have to. It's, yeah, you have to. This I is guess where you, you can dice to. it because when you try to be, oh, Marvel versus DC, what is it? Eh, miss me with that shit. Bring me solid. Okay, we're looking at female heroes or villains and their powers. Let's line them up. That's an easier comparison than just like this or that. Like, we can really chop it down. All right, well, I'll hit you with one then. For the movie, Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel? 
It's kind of an interesting disadvantage for the people behind it as Brie Larson does have an Academy Award no matter mm, what stake yeah. you put to that versus Gal Gadot's Fast and Who the Furious career. <laughs> but, you know, as far as like the stilted wooden performance, I almost think Gal Gadot embraces it more she as does. the foreign outsider yes. from Themyscira than Brie Larson did. So I would give it to Gal, actually. I, I enjoy her origin yeah. story, too, in that she comes from, you know, a league of women that are all training her and you know Captain Marvel she kind of falls into it it's not her birthright and there's yeah. that yeah. Whole, like birthright thing that's yes. like Gal Gadot seems that. very mysterious and foreign meanwhile Brie Larson just kind of seems like Jennifer Girl, Aniston store. from space Absolutely. or yeah, yeah like the super hot friend it's the 90s <laughs> yeah, you see her real personality just, yes. a lot of it doesn't come out in the yeah. movie enough and yeah. no. with Wonder Woman it's literally she's just like what is a car you know? I just know that Wonder Woman has the capacity to, from reading the comments, I know what her personality is, and she is more reserved, and I just respect that. But yeah. I also respect that Captain Marvel, you know, she's snarky, and she's she's not afraid to be cheeky, and I love that. Her little smirks the whole movie, like, oh, oh she's got This is what makes me like the character right. so much more on screen than I do in the shit. books. Tony, yeah. he, he avoids that he's a shit. <laughs> he is snarky. Yeah. Like, yeah, when people he do the... She's yes. more, she seems more self-aware than him. And Gal Gadot and Wonder Woman. She's just a little more aware of herself. All right. Well, then, Alita or Captain Marvel? <laughs> they find the only one who saw <laughs> I Alita. Yeah, I did not are, see yeah. Alita, no. I, I hate that people are arguing, like, Alita's the true feminist movie because blah, blah, blah. That's bizarre. It's so just, weird. It, they can it's, all it's, be. Everything. Yeah, exactly. It's such a weird. I'll say this. Awesome a movie can be a, Yeah, I'll say <laughs> this. A movie can nope, be a feminist be a movie one. and it doesn't even need a female lead. Exactly. I mean, you know, it can. it's, it's all about the, the message. It's a movie, right. Yeah. Yeah. Alita, I just can't get behind because I didn't read the manga. I hear it stays true to the yeah. manga, which is fun for people who enjoy the manga. Mm -hmm. But miss me with those eyes. What the fuck? <laughs> they explain it in the movie. There's need an explanation. I need yeah, more I, I could just not. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I think it might surprise you. Give it a try. I but this is not Alita. I think it's great. That's me. Um, I just find it so fascinating that the people who are doing that can defend what you are saying, Mike. Meanwhile, I have yeah. to defend just a nice blonde lady in like a yeah, green right. outfit. It's, it's insane. It's, like, it's insane. It's like I like. What are you talking about? But it's like yeah, like the the, the fucking the the the, the alt right movement of like we're gonna kill the MCU. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Go see Star this Wars. female yeah. lead movie. Yeah. I mean, it's just like I don't know. I don't get it. But they're they're the worst watch, at boycotts. I'm going to watch them all. <laughs> like, I love it yeah. all. I'll watch Alita someday and I'll be like, okay, I can see why this is good or whatever. It'll hit I HBO just, or Netflix and I we'll don't give know. it a run. It reminds yeah. me of Sucker Punch. Do you remember? Yes. No, it, I see what you mean and when you, you look know at what it. I mean, yeah. yeah. But it is Sucker Punch is one of the well, worst it was like things. There was such buzz leading up to it. Like even with Alita, it's like, wow, this looks different and cool. And it's like, I just, I smell a rat. I feel it seems like a little like male gazy. Is that what you're getting at? Yes. Because she's got her little doll body and her fucking giant. Giant Big eyes, eyes and yeah. it's like yeah, yeah. It yeah. seems a little male gaze. But if you watch it, she is a good character, and some of that stuff is addressed. She's very strong. Anyway, this is the Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll have another. <laughs> so you you mentioned earlier, Cassie, that you know what's the hit or shits, and we've never actually done that on an individual movie in individual scenes. So maybe we should go around and do hit or shit. What worked for you and what didn't? Because yeah, there's a little bit of both for, I think, all of us. Let's start with, I guess, Cassie. What all right. hit and what shit? So obviously I've talked about this already, but I just loved watching her soar through the air when she finally said, 
I've been fighting with one hand tied behind my back. Oh my the climax of the Takes film. off that fucking thing that was, you know, holding her back and she goes binary. Watching her fly around with her fucking mohawk through space, punching through spaceships. And she, she like circles up and you can hear her like rooting for herself and she goes back down there to continue the fight. That was very satisfying for me. That was really, really great. Um... I don't know. Miss me with making Nick Fury's eye be gone because of Goose. The like, <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. like that was like oh. And I'm really? seeing a lot of confusion online of did it happen? You know we what? Mean, when like, Phil Coulson comes at the end with the box of the eyes, that could have been a joke. You know, he could have he could have still had the eye. It was just closed there. You no, know, he could have lost it at this. I bet he one said, of the Kree you actually have a took very it from him. important decision. To make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The that's the just guys. Those are the people who are like, everyone relax. Can't be MJ. Yes. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's happening. Those are the people I want to fight against right now. Relax. Take a deep breath. Everything you saw in the movie happened. It's it's yeah. You watched it, man. I don't know. There's not two Tesseracts. I'm seeing a lot of that, too. Yeah, a lot of people are like, <laughs> I feel like people forgot the movie was breath. in the 90s yes, and like right. are oh, mad about certain did. stuff. Because it is kind of, that's my other mm. shit, is that it wasn't 90s enough to exactly. be real. Ooh, okay. It could have been more 90s. We had the blockbusters, we had the cool Radio Shack. The needle drops. Did you love those, Cassie? <sighs> like... I don't know. I'm just a girl. Well, okay, yeah, those were that was extre- that was Fucking major no hits. No See, I wanted Fucking more of that. Kids. I wanted more of that. Yeah, exactly. But that would have made it more, more 90s, 90s for you. Okay, mm, not necessarily. The music was great. I just needed more 90s elements, maybe in like the set in the production design. I'm needed with you. to be a. It was a little lazy in the production yeah. design. Yeah. It looked too much. Like I mean, now. it was just downtown LA. Twenty eight. Yeah. <laughs> she comes out of Pershing Square's metro, and I'm like, oh, Civic Street. Yeah, I was like, oh, there she. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, if I can add on, that was a miss for me too because they relied on the music to make it '90s, but none of the, like the set yeah, they didn't do really anything sold else. that. So, I, I, oh, did you not see the Rubik's cube at the end up in the spacecraft or the Urkelos? Yeah, like <laughs> or the pinball machine. Yeah. Well, I'd have the high score too if I was up here for ten years. Yeah, yeah. Not like, Ooh, fucking be, refugees think they're out of all. Not man. everyone can be so blessed as to have um, an Academy Award winning. Mopix grad as their yeah, production as designer Black and Hannah Beekler. Yeah, that's right, so yeah, they just needed someone who was gonna like incorporate the. Style I wanted to better. see starter jackets, right? And shit, yes. you know? Yeah, where were they? Oh shit! Yeah, where like, was that? Flavor? Yeah, the costuming yeah. was not very nineties. Yeah, you guys are yeah. right. Thinking about the costuming, it never stood out. Her waist in a nine-inch that was not nineties. Why would enough. she know to tie the flannel on her waist if she's she from just space. copied? She it took it off Terminator. I mean, I get it. Yeah, but when that motorcycle rolled up. I was like, that thing is very clean. Like, why is it so clean? And then when she's like, that's mine now, I'm like, oh, that's the hero motorcycle. Okay. Because the guy's in his like dusty jacket, he's hitting on her. She's like shutting him down, you know, because he's an idiot. But I'm like, why does his motorcycle look so nice? And then that's hers. Oh, yeah. Of course. Because yeah. oh, okay. she's going to take that. Um, <laughs> Give me a bike. Mike, tell us what else you liked, what you didn't like. What worked for me was space. I liked the scrawl and the Cree that set up like Star Trek. Like, all right, when we go in, don't interfere with the locals. This is the target. We got to get in and get out. It was very like tactical Star Trek. And, I was and like, let me ask you this. Is it too much, just as a guy who only knows, we did our Star Trek episode, yeah. Normies, go back and check that out too. But as a guy who kind of knows that world through the Orville now, is Star Trek as sort of laid back as the scrolls seemed? You know how they sort of seem very Americanized already and sort of like, you know, I mean, Talos Rocking comes out sweater. with the with the, with the blazer. He's, I mean, he's drinking out of like a cup and stuff. And oh, the you, soda scene. You see scene. that a lot in Star Trek, right? Where it's like, yeah. but does it 
ever hit too far of a threshold where you're like, well, that's just too jokey. This was a, the, the the sipping out of the cup was a little jokey. I I love I, I can't wait for the HD GIF of that because that's my yeah. new that's my new Last Jedi salt. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like the Kermit drinking the tea. Yeah, yeah. it's um, so fucking. What funny. What I loved was the flip of the scrawl not being the villains. I thought that was great. Yeah, Colin, how do you feel about that? Uh, I loved it um, because what do you mean? I mean, the scrolls aren't the good guys. The Krees aren't the bad guys. We get it summed up by Talos when he says, sweetheart, I've been in war. You know, it's yeah. gray. Like, it is it is what it is. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, motherfucker, you just summed it up perfectly. These aren't people who want to end the war. We have no idea who started the war. These are people who want to get away from the war. Yeah. That doesn't make They're you tired. good. That doesn't make you bad. It makes you tired, Joe. And beyond that, if we can just talk about the scrolls, and if I can just jump in on what I liked real quick. When we were kids growing up in Fantastic Four comic books, like the way the scrolls looked in the movies was sort of the revamped 70s, what the scrolls mm-hmm. sort of looked like with the super scrolls. When we were kids, scrolls looked like they had Halloween masks on. Yeah. Like big frogs. And there were a couple of scrolls that looked like that in the movie. Like the legit ones. There were yeah. OG, yeah, with big <laughs> eyes that were completely CG. Yeah. I flipped out. I it was really have not cool. felt that way since I saw Watchers and Guardians 2 yeah. and thought, I mean, we're just allowed to have this stuff that I never thought we'd get to see. And what it's world real. do I live in? It was, and it's, it's real. It's shocking. And the scrolls started Secret Wars in the comics. You know, they snuck. Yes, yeah, and see, were like, I think surprise. a sect of them still will. I, I don't think they're all good. I, don't I think, think the they're all kids bad. will. Yes, because if mm. you look at some of the kids who had to spend. You know their childhood floating as refugees Which I above guess the planet. Why there's an arcade machine? Like mm-hmm. You bring that for the kids. Like yeah. First, I'm like, why? Do you she was bringing technology out there for them, but it's still. for them. It's one of those things where you know we <laughs> we saw yeah. the movie with uh, one of my little sisters, and we walked out, and she said, "You know, I thought the scrolls were bad. Are they not really bad in the comics? Is that how it is?" And I was like, "Well." They're a race. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're exactly. a whole really race. You can't just say yeah. race bad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That really taps into the zeitgeist of what we are experiencing sociopolitically right now, which I think is why that is resonating with you mm-hmm. so well, because I think that was a very smart choice made in the writing room to just sort of call attention to the refugee crisis. Absolutely. It's very Bingo, relatable. Cassie. Yeah, that's, that's why they did that. And to explain, you know, races of people are not all good, all bad. You have some good, you have some bad. That's human nature. And you so, have the squirrel child hanging out with the human child. Yeah. Like, oh, you have the best eyes. Always yeah. be your, like, it's like, that's great. Uh, never change them. Children. I hope that comes, I hope the eyes comes back again. Like, I hope that we do get Secret War uh, or secret invasion eventually and that there is a nod back to how the way you can tell is the eyes mm. seeing a lot of fervor online from the same people a lot of confusion saying well i guess that means we'll never get secret wars or secret invasion no, you know that no. they'll never i don't think, be it, I don't never, think it means never that until nothing yeah because remember exactly. when spider-man was never going to be in the mcu exactly the super scroll is a bad guy you don't think yeah. he's out there leading his own sect and would say you guys go ahead and assume those i'll keep being the super scroll or it could just end up that way. The you Super know. Scroll. See, here's where it gets a little muddy with rights, and none of it matters anymore. None of it matters anymore, through, baby. But they couldn't use Super Scroll because Super Scroll, scroll yeah. is a Fantastic a villain. Four villain. Oh, and wow. Super Scroll has he can absorb. He's uh, absorbing man essentially. Yeah, yeah. But Scroll, Colin. Do you remember the book where 
I think it's Fantastic Four, where they catch a couple scrolls, and the way they punish the scrolls is they make them live out their lives as cows. Mm, so, first appearance, Joe. It is, is <laughs> that, that is the first appearance? first appearance, yeah. and Mr. Fantastic, to punish them at the end, hypnotize them and says, you can stay on our planet, but you have to live out the rest of your lives as cows. You will be happy doing that. And it gets brought up uh, in the 90s when mad cow disease was still going on and stuff. Comic writers said, wait, we still have this in our back pocket. Let's have it be that people ate some tainted beef that was actually those scrolls from the 1960s oh and they start God. changing into like monsters and stuff. I kind of thought we were going to get something like that. Where they stay on our planet yeah, in the background. But as something kind of else. That too. Yeah. Um, as a filing cabinet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. I, you could have thrown an out in there to the cow. He said, well, I can turn into anything. I yeah. was like, motherfucker, he's going to turn into a cow, he's isn't he? <laughs> I really, I really thought they were going to do it. Um, so, so what worked for me with Captain Marvel was that I was crying when the movie started. Uh, the Stan Lee thing? Oh, Come on, oh man. That was... And let me hear audience reactions because piece by piece popping off. Love you, Stan. Yep. Stan, yep. you the man. Come on. Excelsior. Clapping. Clapping before the yeah. fucking movie starts. In a full yeah. movie. Yeah. Applauding a movie before it's even started. Yeah, um, you're on the right track. You got us. And, and what do you think of his cameo, Joe? It guy might who be. loves Kevin Smith, went to see him multiple times. It might be my favorite uh, MCU cameo. I'm with you. The but it's rats, in yeah. fucking sane yeah. because he's playing Stan Lee. Yeah. Yeah, and he in wins, that speech, he's like, they, they pumpkin bombed the hell out of him. So in that universe, oh he's yeah. like, it's it's so fucking meta and insane. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Smith actually tweeted a picture of himself just like looking like a fucking wreck. And he was like, wow, I cried so hard uh, when I saw the movies that and comics that I mentioned and referenced referencing me now and seeing my old friends stand and uh, in that position wild 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 cameo and her smile to him just was like it was that, so sweet so sweet it was just so like what a moment like that he that was like knew. we haven't had a cameo like that since hitchcock like we don't get like yeah. that's what stan was for our generation was our hitchcock and like to have him gone and to have that be the last one is like uh, that's nice that's well, it's not the last one job. right i, I mean God, i think they've got like 10 more Did lined up <laughs> yeah yeah wow. i was wondering cause i wanted to ask if there was more that have been filmed I know you, I'm Mike. 90% okay, sure so Endgame Picture one is done. the green screen behind Stan Lee. Oh, as yeah. All you have to do is walk over and say, Stan, hold that frying pan. I'm cooking eggs. Excelsior. <laughs> okay, Stan. You just put him in a put green that, Put that hat on. Yeah, just put his I'm head on. Putting that top hat on. Excelsior. And you're like, okay, yeah, let's keep um, doing it. That's a day. That's 5, a day 000. of your life. We're going to have those wow. till 2060. Yeah. So, so the Stan Lee stuff really worked yeah, for me. Yeah, that was great. The, the final fight, the I'm just a girl, um, loved all that when she's when jude law's like you know what take your powers off let's do this and she's like no man fuck that yes it is it's indiana jones and i love it that's what the whole movie is for is for carol finding her identity what she means to the world and for a guy to say at the end i don't care if you figured it out you still owe this to me you know you should turn your powers off and test this and do this (laughs) she's She's like fucking owe you yeah yeah it was so poignant and great you know you talk about mansplaining you talk about like sticking it to the man it's just like shut the 
fuck up. It reminded me of the moment in Charlie's Angels where we're meeting Drew Barrymore's character and the drill sergeant's screaming at her and she crosses her eyes and punches him and walks away. Yeah. Reminded me so much yeah. of that moment. That needs to happen to the, the troll commenters. No, I don't. I don't owe anyone anything. Joe, how about yeah. this for a, for a Marvel villain problem? Those two assholes are alive at the end. We see Yon Rog shooting up, and the Supreme Intelligence is still kicking around. That's going to make you happy. Yeah, awesome yeah more Jude Law. That's what I'm looking for. Um, so, is that your biggest shit? Is Jude? It Jude just Law. it didn't. I feel like he had nothing to do, and he was very much just like, "I'm going to chase her now" because that's what the script says. And like you know, people make. People like for crimes at Grindelcob, people yep. were like, um, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> shout out to Jacob. People were like, you know, oh, he just didn't have a lot to do. At what point does not having a lot to do become the actor's problem? At what mm. point does that become maybe he's just not doing enough? He didn't have a lot to do versus the guy who is completely in green makeup the entire time. Yeah, who it's is like, way more interesting as a character and a performance. Jude Law just really felt like a blank slate in this movie and I would have liked to see more personality. I mean, the most you get is at the end where he's like kind of having a breakdown trying to get her to fight him. Yes. And it's like that energy could have been matched at any other point in the yeah. movie. Real yeah. quick, Jan Rog in the comic books eventually becomes a villain uh, away from the creek coming down to fight Carol named Graviton who sort of uses like abilities to pick stuff up and stuff like I mean, that. That's what he was using yeah, with that cool comic. So what a cool Graviton. homage to that, right? Yeah. I do think there was a bit of a villain issue though. What works though is when you start out you're introduced to her sick tactical squad that establishes okay i know what their abilities are so then when you flip sides you at least know what okay the what they're gonna do yeah yeah that There's was not cool. a lot of personality not a, a lot of personality not a lot of explanation bit of a villain issue mike when the like the love interest how there is none in the movie who is the villain i would ask yeah. you you know at the end of the day it could be the supreme intelligence and the other korean stuff but they're kind of pulled out from her. I mean, again, it's and just not really. Up. Yeah, yeah, but it's just a movie about Carol figuring out who yeah. she is. It really is, and and maybe that's kind of why the stuff I liked, I really, really liked, and the stuff that I didn't like, it just it was nothing. It was just like mm. a blank slate, and that kind of bothered. Probably okay. my favorite image in the movie is after she's punching spaceships to death, and she just. She, she, she had to do it to him, yeah. Lays, she does it to him, lays out the shockwave, and then they're like, yeah, we're going to We're, we're going to bounce. Go but we'll, and I love how Ronan's like, we'll be back for the weapon, she the woman. And it's like, it. no, you won't, man. Yeah, no, you <laughs> we, we're going to see you die in you. 2014. Oh, right. no. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Some of that stuff didn't, like Clark, Clark Gregg um, felt a little shoehorned. I'm positive we saw more pictures of what Clark Gregg and Would Lee Pace like. as Ronan were doing and what they were up to yeah. and that those scenes seemed to be cut out almost. Yeah, because they were not really yeah. in the movie. No, not at all. Not a lot happens in the movie, I guess, is kind of also my issue. And that could maybe be a structure issue. So let me ask you guys about this. The person I saw it with, little Jacob, of course, mm -hmm. uh, did love that structure, but said he did find it confusing, starting almost in the pulled out of who Carol is as the central mystery, then driving forward down to the earth stuff. It is disjointed. I mean, obviously, if you film that movie in a more standard format, it would be we start with the crash. She gets her power. She gets abducted. She goes up. No, but that wouldn't the have the mystery. Format. You guys like the nonlinear? I, I, I like it more than I like it. 
I appreciate mm. the uh, fact that they are choosing to do non-linear origin stories. That's ballsy. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you think of Wonder Woman, like, that was a straight line. We got, you know, that yeah. was a straight Straight line. line, totally. This was very episodic. And I think that can be difficult for people to, like, wrap their head around. But structurally, I did get confused at the end with what was happening. Like, really, in the third act, I kind of was like... Like, you know, you all are saying Ronan. Not everyone remembers who that asshole is. Exactly. And so, I think that and was they do a really too. poor yeah. job. Yeah. Like, but just at the you. top, they're like, he he pilots the bombers. Yeah. Oh, I guess those bombers will come back. <laughs> it, it kind of felt almost like um, like stuff that I'm worried we'll get in the Star Wars universe moving forward. Like weird, like, like you know, Darth Vader showing up at the end of Rogue One. Yeah, people like, checking stuff like in that. very disconnectedly. Yeah. To be like, so what are you up to? And it's like, oh, motherfucker, I forgot about that. Yeah. I was thinking uh, that basically the MCU has become anime or Naruto, mm. where we have these uh, filler episodes that essentially just give you a character's backstory before we hit the main arc. Yeah, because we got to meet, we got to understand who Carol is before yeah, so Endgame. Like, okay, we have, you know, Sasuke is coming back to kill Naruto, but before that, let's do the origin story of Rock Lee or something. And like, we cut away to that, and then now we're back on the main line. And that, right. this feels like a filler episode yeah. to set up You're Captain like, Marvel. What the That's, fuck? I want the cannon. And it's serviceable, <laughs> it's fine, but it's just in the middle. Like, it's not great, it's not terrible. But it does the job of introducing Captain Marvel, and I like Captain Marvel now, and I'm excited for Endgame. But at the end of the day, it's just a, a little a little treat before mm. the main course. Mike, I love how you're an anime guy and not a comic guy, so you're like, it's kind of like anime. <laughs> it, it is comic. Yeah, you relate that pretty much. <laughs> like, like, it is comic books. Manga. Yeah, All right, guys, I got to jump in and just real quick say my grand theory. I said it's my favorite. Let me hit you with it. Yeah, Here's yeah. why. So, as a kid who grew up at this time, it takes place in 1989. Guys, that's the year I was born. You know, for some of us here. I mean, that's blowing our minds. That's where it starts off. But in 1995, it highlights exactly the type of the movie I grew up fucking watching. It is the best Arnold Schwarzenegger movie released in 15 years, guys. It is reminiscent of Terminator 2, of course, with the train chase sort of being like the chase down in the water gate with the... Uh, give me a close in your motorcycle. Give me a close in your <laughs> motorcycle. And you have know, the, uh, the eight-wheeler you know, chasing him and stuff. Uh, But beyond that, I mean, it captures that tone of a wooden, rigid lead protagonist who's foreign in a different way that you can't put your finger on, but you want to like them. And they are charming, and they do have action-y one-liners as they go about sort of figuring out what they're doing in that weird, cold, preserved sort of sci-fi way. I thought it was most reminiscent of Total Recall. Yeah. Like, look at wow. the stuff where she's I mean, putting in the memory it, machine. Yeah. Yeah, and she's reliving that sequence over and over and over and over. Wait a minute, that's yeah. not right. Bring her back. I Bring her back. Captain that Marvel was, that, was more like The sound Recall. design in that was Well, super it had cool. the weird it stuff that sci-fi Arnold movies had. Yes. In Total Recall, where there's the three-boobed lady, and you're yep. like, that's not in the original Philip K. Dick story. Like, why is that, like, in there? It's like, eh, that's just weird sci-fi stuff to throw in. Why in Captain Marvel does Samuel Jackson sort of nudge Ben Mendelsohn and lift up the robe to look at the dick yo, of the scroll? Yo, it's like so weird. Weird, sexy sci-fi stuff, Cassie. I can't believe they put that in there. Yeah. Like, this yeah, is a family company. Like, that moment, like, I would be worried. Like, the pretty, like they must have, like, there were no EPs on set when they shot oh that Oh, my God. That's, I mean, just, I think that's just no. the actors having the most yeah. fun that, that they've ever had at an improv. improv. Yep. You guys and are right. Was, and, I mean, it's hilarious, but it's shocking. That shocked me. Yeah. And also, 
also yeah. but the best part about it is when he like leans down he looks like he's gonna kiss him and he's like i will avenge you brother which is uh, how we know he's yeah, actually yeah, not wrong. who he says he is Talos. but that was that was something else i was just that's what's fun you gotta appreciate that about captain marvel is they they made it fun in it's ways fun. that and it's very fun they got to she's do stuff. cool yeah. you know i liked her a lot i was thinking about it while i was watching it once i got out of there all that stuff that people have always said you know if if the marvel universe kicked off in 1989 like when tim burton's batman did here's how it would have gone arnold would have been thor you know because blah 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 blah. guys no he wouldn't have based on what i saw on that big screen arnold had the conan universe he's got his sword and sandal he doesn't need thor he's got his comic book adaptation he would have been Captain Marvel. Yeah. He would have been the weird guy mm. in the white suit with the planet on it, with his big Little bulky space body gun. coming down. You'd think, oh, the Kree look like, like us, Turbo but there's Man something exactly yeah. handsome and mysterious about him. I'm a spy from another world, and I've come here to judge you people in those explosions. You guys don't even remember, Captain Marvel didn't shoot blasts out of his hands. He had a space he gun. He had a little space pistol. He had a little space it looked, pistol. It looked like That's a noisy Arnold. cricket. Yeah. From, uh, zoom, zoom. Yeah. Oh, there are other... I've got to stop the space sentry from coming down and stopping us. <laughs> it would just be like, this is good. great. Colin, your Guys, Arnold accent is sending it's, me. <laughs> it's what would have happened. And watching what we got, I mean, guys, the homages were there. She crash lands in the blockbuster. That was great. She shoots the, the true lies yeah. cut out of yeah, Arnold. But good. she shoots the man. She Don't shoots the man. Oh, she walks, uh, guys, she walks <laughs> up the aisles. <laughs> she walks up the aisles of the blockbuster. Yeah. She picks up the right stuff. You can uh, see Hook cool, blurred out behind oh, her. Yeah. Yeah. She, can see behind her. she picks up the right stuff which is of course an astronaut homage movie it's about alan shepard you know mm-hmm. circling the earth the first space you know a mission Captain behind her Deuce. is total recall is last action hero behind her is only arnold movies i mean that is the homage uh, later you get it directly there's a scene in total recall where quato gets shot and arnold's leaning down and his weird little face the space alien mutant comes out and says start the reactor there's still time Later, we see Jan Rog shoot the fake Brie Larson, who leans down and says, you're too late. It's almost shot for shot. I put on Total oh, Recall when I got out of the movie. Aww. I was so juiced up about it. It's all I could think about. That's great. You had pitched before we were going to do some episodes that we should do an Arnold Schwarzenegger one soon. That Guys, basically, the last, <laughs> I, I, I got it. it. Because yeah. the last action hero is here, and he came from outer space, and he's a woman, and I can't believe it. Aww. Wow. And I, I haven't felt that way as a kid going to the movies and so long and captain marvel gave me that and that's why it's my favorite new marvel movie wow. wow well there you go folks yeah and things i didn't like don't waste the fucking money on the cgi on the faces no it took away yeah. from the cgi for the third act of her being super powered and it looked bad because of it and it's fucking annoying yeah we don't need it uh so before we we, we move on from the movie mm-hmm. we gotta talk the post-cred scenes yeah the last thing to discuss uh how's everyone feeling about endgame now this is the stage has been well, set. Thank God for Captain Marvel is how I'm feeling. Mm, that yeah, is about to she's like got her back. Punch her way through this, but I obviously think like the key to what's going to happen is uh, some element of time travel is going to be in there, and I hope she doesn't get fucked because of that. I hope she's still. I think relevant. Cap will get fucked because of that. Really? Yeah. How about something Steve to Cap, do yeah. with <laughs> how she is made of the Tesseract? Will that come into play? I mean, Maybe. she got her power. I mean, she got her stone. power from a stone. Yeah. yeah, because if Vision is one whole stone. And her power is just a little bit of yes. One. She's a fraction, theory, and Scarlet Witch is a fraction. Defeatable by Thanos, right? Yeah, in theory. But from what we've seen in this movie, she is 
she'll insanely do it to powerful. She'll yeah. just do it to him. So who knows? Or maybe if she expends her power, she just can't walk in there, punch Thanos in the face 10 minutes in. And, you know, mm. what, they have I would to set up stakes. I would appreciate Wow. <laughs> the way they ended Infinity War 1 to end Infinity War 2 just by boom. It just started. Well done. Yeah. Now for yeah. hours. Yeah. We did it. Anyway, this is just going to be a stand panel from now on. Yeah, we done So where it. do you guys think she's been? Why hasn't she come back to help us? She was getting the refugees uh, where they needed to be, right? Probably. Yeah. And that took from 1995 to 2018. Well, you see, Colin. 2019. Light speed. Um, something that's 200 light years away would take 200 years to reach. Um, Ooh. So. Get Maybe. a little trekkie on him. <laughs> Wait, Carol was up there watching Interstellar, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> Murph. Um. Murph. <laughs> yeah, so we get the direct setup. Yeah. We get the, you know, the sad surviving Avengers who are mm-hmm. like, what the hell is this? We don't know. Fury knew. Come on, come on. They ran out of batteries. Uh, and we've just been doing it. They're, they're hopeless, essentially, yeah. right? And we get a tease of the new suit that oh, she's going to be rocking. So, favorite outfit. I didn't really notice that. So, what's different about She it? has gold, very st- striking lapels on her side nice. as shoulder blades. Like a captain. And the rest yeah, of it yeah. is reworked, too, with a larger symbol as well. Nice. But I was going to ask, what do you think about her hair, Cassie? Because a lot of people she's online are being kind of critical what do you about mean? it. Looks they had frizzy. a wig on her to make her hair longer so it looked like time yes, passed. So obviously. I don't, I don't know if that's how it's going to look well, in Endgame, honestly. What, do they have salons in space? I wish she had a mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> I wish she had a side shave because she, you know, her hair yes. goes in the mohawk. She's I got really, short hair for I a little bit. I think they should have given Brie Larson a side shave. That would have really taken her into like, you know, that could have been, been there'd something. be like a whole hair cutting element. Well, there the other girl of, had the side shave. Who? Uh, oh yeah, I guess my Nerva. Yeah. Oh, hey guys, in some of my terrible Marvel Now comics that I have, the mohawk starts here and goes all the way down to her back and spine. Yeah, <laughs> like wow. I don't want that. No. Yeah, sometimes I love the mohawk. mohawk. I like I the short the hair look yeah. for her. Yeah, favorite mohawk I, now. Yeah. Favorite costume, well. even though Cassie, you said you couldn't really tell the differences at the end. How about versus the bomber jacket versus the final product in Endgame? What do you guys like the most? Space I mean the mohawk. The, the bomber jacket is like you're just going on a random adventure. That's so clutch. Though. The oh. end, yeah, and I like that. But like what she's wearing for Endgame is going to be, you know, it's Endgame. It's your final armor before you go and face the baddie. Got it. Right. Her Endgame gear. Yeah, exactly. Work, you know? Yeah. Um, I wonder. I worry about the jacket. This is a dumb thing, but if she wears it and flies through the atmosphere, yeah, how does it not burn up? Yeah, it didn't at the end of the movie. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, weird. And then up, she Mike. didn't have her helmet at the there end. Was a little, was like, there was some inconsistencies, and I guess it's because she's on cow leather. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. <laughs> We're back full circle. Yeah. And then you know the the final post credit we get the little the joke the the Tesseract. cosmic hairball hairball <laughs> it was so slimy I it just, was very oh slimy my God I did not like that which means at some point either Fury like came back to that or and had to move it in some way he did I'm sure he happened into his office and he sees it on his desk and he goes <sighs> yeah with a big cat shit very, next to yeah. it <laughs> there's no litter box there <laughs> you can't touch it right. I can't, can't remember. Other people <laughs> have just touched Star-Lord it. Red grabbed it, and that was a big deal. Well, that well, was the, the power, power one. Oh, yeah. Red oh, Skull. Get him. Red Skull held it in his hand once and flew to outer space. <laughs> That's yeah. like all I know. But also, he I was trying to like activate it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't poke it, but like, I wouldn't poke anything like nuclear you know, no. you know what I'm I mean I'm sure when he saw it he like he was like hey I box? need someone to come in yeah, here yeah he was like well I'm not touching something up for me yeah. and then someone with like giant claw clutchers probably like cause Carol just picked that some bitch cool. up yeah Carol can Carol can do whatever she wants she picked it up and she just put it right in that Fonzie thing yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. nothing no to her problem. yeah and the Fonzie thing feels a little 
out of the 90s. Yeah, it <laughs> definitely was. That's my big issue. Was, Pinball machines, not, not have, cool in the 90s. I guess like, because Annette Benning was bringing stuff up there in the 80s, but it was so weird that I they had so much 80s sense. stuff yeah, at the end of this 90s. Well, I guess you know we didn't thinking. talk Marvell is a woman Annette in, Benning, yeah. in That's that one universe. thing that is a key thing. Yeah, they gender swapped. I loved Annette Benning. She didn't have a ton to do in my She did opinion. not have a ton to do. I think she do. could have been better. That's the problem. I think a lot of people had not a lot to do. But a lot of her lines were like, what we're doing is for them they're coming for us yeah. watch out carol <laughs> it's like what are you on lithium the pronoun game, yeah. what did you think of uh the supreme intelligence's uh i twist? think jacob was asking me some questions about it what it is afterwards and when yon rog is on going on the mission with them and they say you know if this goes bad we'll all be in the collective or something like that you know to the extent of like we'll all be together with the grand Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The supreme intelligence in the comic book is when Kree die, all of their brains go in a jar, and that is the supreme intelligence. It's like a big gross <laughs> It's a collection jar. of all the intelligence of their people. That way they can judge decisions accurately, they say. I'm glad it was just an AI. Obviously, they set it up that we could see it as whatever it is, but that was a very interesting way to interface with it to say, like, we're an advanced society. We would just be able to say, hey, Siri, uh, what's this and that? I'm not going to a temple to worship the big brain blob. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> and the other change, obviously, is Goose's name. Yeah. Yeah. Chewy to Goose. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, let me tell you a very comic accurate origin for Carol. Marvell is next to her as a thing explodes and, and gives her her powers. Exactly. Like, what more could you fucking want? Mm hmm. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> your 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 blood's blue. I'm getting very yeah. defensive. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you were saying Ben Mendelsohn steals the show. It's yeah, terrible. oh for sure. My, uh, that the soda scene, man. I laughed so hard. I was like, what the? Fuck? And he was listening to her memories. Oh, go back. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh no. What? No, Guys, put, her, put her back again. Oh, losing her. A alien made of rocks is has a New Zealand accent. Hey, Amen. And green aliens have a have a. Australian accent. Yeah. It's like, I guess that's just it. how it goes. I don't know, space is very interesting in the MCU world. It's very diverse. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's kind of whatever actor yeah. has whatever accent. Yeah, that's what knows that about vampires is. and ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on up there. Well, we know what's going on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Should we jump on to the video games and see... What's going on there? Ultimate Alliance references abound. Coming Here they next. come. Get ready, get ready for it. All right, normies, we're back. We're talking Captain Marvel in video games. What is your been? What has been your experience with Captain Marvel in different video game series? You mostly know her from what, Joe? What do you know? Oh, what do you play with her? She's she's in Ultimate Alliance. Ooh. <laughs> All right, so have we ever mentioned that game? Before? Yeah, it's it's kind of niche. I don't know if anyone's heard Nintendo of it. Nintendo Switch coming soon. Buy your switches. Um, you know, if she does join and take over the Avengers, that could be Marvel's Ultimate Alliance. Well, we should say when they just did the latest Nintendo Direct featuring Mar Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, 
the big get, of course, was that the trailer heavily featured You Will Get to Play as Carol. And that yeah. is because, obviously, with the tie-in for the movie coming out soon, they were trying to hype that up. But people are excited. Like, that's what they want to push is, you're Carol. You're not Miss Marvel. When we were playing Ultimate Alliance 2, was one of our several playthroughs of it, Joe, when we were doing all-nighters, having some substances keeping us up. Uh, it got to the climactic scene where you get Carol. She is still Miss Marvel. She's wearing the sash. She's wearing the bathing suit. She's getting sexy tortured. She's getting classic tortured. 2000-style. This was a lot of stuff. And here, this is what I'm scared of. Cassie, have you ever seen the movie Barb Wire with Pamela Anderson? No. I mean, it's Pamela Anderson. It's a comic book superhero adaptation of Pamela Anderson in a big black bustier spilling out of it. She gets tortured in the exact same pose with suction cups put on her breast. That is what the Captain Marvel movie could have been. That's why I wanted to include that in the research because for a while, Carol was just a weird sex symbol, but mm. no, she fucking broke out of it. She is very power girl, I was noticing, you know, you know, that's oh, with the version of it. little yeah, window. With the little yeah. Like the material of that fabric. I remember being in college and watching this and being like, they are making her too sexy in this game on purpose. <laughs> I do not like this. It and goes had, all the way up to the neck. Yeah. And it, you know, I never heard of Captain Marvel at that point. So even once you unlock her, never. No, it doesn't mean anything to you. So. And I mean, for oh, us, loved playing as her. I, from then on, once we got her, I only played as her because she could fly around and she looked great. <laughs> I mean, and that's all I cared about at those periods of time. That's right. Uh, but then she changed when we started doing computer games. Joe, doing the research, I was very excited to see this. And it popped in a memory to my head. Marvel Heroes, the online action role playing game that we used Rip. to play. Rest in peace. Motherfuckers, the goddamn video game companies fall apart. I would still be playing that game. Oh, yeah, if the company hadn't gone under. Yeah. They introduced Captain Marvel for the first time in the video game. So she was always Miss Marvel up to that point. An event dropped where I didn't have her as a character. I don't believe you did either. No. But they released her as a skin to the public, saying she's not Miss Marvel anymore. She is not wearing that bathing suit. We are putting her in as Carol. You're going to see her face. We're giving it to everybody in the red, yellow, and a blue outfit. And they gave it to her, and we all got her for free. And from there, yeah. I started playing with her. I mean, that is that shows you. Marvel has made a very conscious decision going forward to feature her and push her as a lead character in every avenue. Yeah. I mean, Ultimate Alliance 3, she'll be in... It's the it's, new number one comic books. I, I mean, yeah. Marvel versus Capcom two infinite. Uh, you know, the huge bomb that we've talked about on here several times. She was a lead character in that hunting down, uh, bad guys and getting, getting the infinity stones. Like that's what she cop. did before she was introduced in the movies. Like they were consciously saying, we have to build this character up and create like a general, like subconscious, like relevance. Yeah, just to even let you know who she is. That was the important thing for Marvel. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, I guess this is getting a little final wrap up, but think about the fact that like they were they wanted to put her in an Age of Ultron. Like before they just shot plates at the end of that movie mm -hmm. to like introduce the new team and they were rushing to get her in there and then they were like, oh, Joss Whedon, let's please, please, I want to do it. I want to do it. They said, Joss, she doesn't have a movie yet. Use one of the established characters. And he swapped it out for Scarlet Witch. Like we said, she flies down in that scene, something we haven't seen her do. No. <laughs> Otherwise, again, her superpower is very ill-defined in the MCU. Magic. Magic. 
Yeah, but that's like I mean, mutants when their power is like yeah. magic. It's like, oh, magic isn't a mutation, though. No. <laughs> but. but just to list the rest and to not come out here, she's appeared in Ultimate Alliance 1 as Miss Marvel, Ultimate Alliance 2, Marvel Superhero Squad, that's a game targeted towards children, you know, more cartoony adaptation, Lego Marvel Superheroes, then bam, like we said, Marvel Heroes. She's back. She's Captain Marvel. Contest of Champions, Future Flight, Marvel Avengers Academy. These are all phone games. Those are games. all the phone games, yeah. I mean, you know, again, that's where they're trying to get the normies to be like, by the way, let us fucking slip Carol in there so people Micro can start knowing who she is and pay 99 cents. <laughs> Forget her, yeah. I hate phone games. And that's it. Yeah, that's her future. Like we said, she's coming up in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I'm excited to get her, maybe play with her, because like I said, I might be the world's largest Carol fan now going forward. He's, he's the leader of the Carol yeah, Corps. I might be. Leader of the Carol Corps. Well, there we go. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. I'm going to be playing it. And we'll all be playing it. And we'll see Captain Marvel. Get that Switch, guys. Come on. Yep. And speaking of Switches, let's go ahead and make the Switch towards the old wrap-up as we uh, have final thoughts on Captain Marvel. Well done, Mike. Well done. Always. That is the str- we didn't bring that up. That is the strangest moment. Yeah, <laughs> that was just gonna be no. That's the intro. Yeah, that's it. Carol. Carol. Yeah, we're in. We're going. That's it. We're in. Wrapping this up, Carol. Carol. What do we think? Final we're thoughts. A couple months late for it to be a Christmas Carol, but yeah. oh, yeah, we, we, uh, we oh, no. still out here. Yeah. Are we out here. Um, question: Potentially sensitive question. Maybe not. Depending on what part of Twitter you're looking at, is it? just a ploy or is it smart that disney released this on international women's day Mm, i think very smart and i think they could carve this out for them going forward we're going to talk in our next episode about april coming up like the big movies that are coming out there guys the summer blockbusters are moving further and further forward yeah don't don't kill my point for that episode (laughs) okay i was gonna say fair enough and carol here maybe kicked it off so i think it was a great choice yeah uh, people are trying to pose this as like a, a, a marketing contrivance well people think they're smart for recognizing that it's, right. it's i mean they purpose. moved black panther back two months or forward two months i can't remember right. which to release it in black history month yeah yeah giving marginalized groups something to celebrate on their day or to month celebrate hold on, hold makes on, sense slow down no i'm with it i'm with it. i'm with it yeah no. i don't think it's a, an issue at all cassie thoughts no i mean International Women's Day. I don't know. We got the whole month. So it's like any time in March would have sufficed. So Mm. any sort of conspiracy theory about International Women's Day is just like, eh. I think, yeah, that's just a weird... Plays into the larger conspiracy culture yeah, surrounding this whole thing. I'm not trying to feed thing. into that. Yeah, yeah. It's just either. people being like, oh, see, I know what they're doing. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. big brains on you figuring that it's one like out. everybody releases Christmas YouTube videos around Christmas. It's not a <laughs> yeah. fucking yeah. surprise. Yeah. Dude, Hold on. When do we you, do our Christmas episodes, is that why, Mike? Just, yeah. <laughs> do you think they release Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th on purpose? <laughs> no. I noticed that. Yeah. Um, Final thoughts on Carol going forward, if yes. I can just jump in here. I'm a little nervous about what would be a Captain Marvel 2. Like we talked about scaling her, balancing her. 
She's the fucking face of Marvel going forward. I think she's going to be great for the team-ups. But Captain Marvel 2... Captain Marvel 1 was about figuring out who Captain Marvel is. And it fucking succeeded at that. So where do you go from there? I'm a little nervous. Uh, Title-wise, I'm jealous of Wonder Woman 84. I think they got a fucking cool title. I, I wish thinking about yeah, Wonder right? Woman 84. Because that's going to be... That's going to give us a lot of the production design we didn't get with this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's yeah. going to give it... Because the 100%. 80s has a lot more tangible pop culture than the 90s did was kind of this weird blend of like the millennium like the beginning of the new millennium and leftover 80s yeah I grunge much, and leftover it's really 80s. hard to put whatever grunge i'm not like that like to me that was still 80s like there's also the hip-hop scene too it's more exactly. fragmented in the 90s yeah. it's so fragmented it really depends on the year so i think like wonder woman 84 is going to be like gonna be a real like so you know they say sophomore slump but most recently you know guardians 2 was so great like a lot of things are gonna be like better the second time around i really wish for captain marvel 2 that they would just i wish it was more common with sequels to have team-ups so like it rather than just being at captain marvel like give her one other buddy that is also a hero that i love that this specific story that they both go on who would you want uh carol to team up with for captain marvel 2 Probably Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is the greatest. Can you imagine if Captain Marvel <laughs> too? Like, and he wouldn't be in a ton of it, but no. he would just be in a good portion of yeah, it. Yeah, but if he's Tom Holland is like, I love that character. I would love to appear. Oh my god, he's got to do like something on Earth that matches like the same thing she's doing in Spider-Man. Well, he, he yeah. could introduce the Jessica Drew character. You know, they could be oh, the Spider be really people cool. together, and then let her take the focus up with Carol. That's that'd smart. be a cool character. I would. To what too. I would do is throw an event on her. You know, I would do CM. You know, Captain Marvel annihilation wave and it's just like carol gets that that's hers don't even worry about the fact that it's this big cosmic blah 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 it's like no captain america civil war yes there's no reason it couldn't be captain throw something giant at her for the next one that's my hope and the guardians maybe i mean just let her lead the guardians she's done it in the comics yeah and here's you know what i was thinking of the other day we got x-men coming into disney at some point Mm -hmm. she was you know eaten by rogue so <laughs> do you guys want to see her get juiced in two movies well, what, what we're saying is she could be a vehicle to introduce the x-men yeah. because she needs to talk to xavier to help heal after that and then there's also times when she leads the avengers so she could be the bridge between the mcu and the x-men universe she could be the bridge for a lot more right so i could see her leading an avx you're totally right yeah. something like that which that would be um, awesome because if an x-men rogue severely injures the leader of the Avengers, Captain Marvel. There's now we gonna have a be conflict. some repercussions. You think she'll be leading the Avengers post Endgame? I think the relationships, like you said in the comics, Joe, get so strained where sometimes it's like Captain America and Captain Marvel, they say Captain, 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 and they love each other. Sometimes they fucking hate each other. I think they're gonna embrace the route of she's gonna be the go-to for Steve. You know, I, I think she is going to be the leader. I think he's going to respect the military background. I think with what we saw with the post creds, with her call sign being Avenger, like that is the tip off right there. She created it without even knowing it. Yeah. She's going to fucking lead it. That's very true. Any other last thoughts? Carol Danvers. Beers. I'm excited to see her in Endgame. Excited to see her take center stage moving forward in the MCU. And, you know, go read the new comics. They're out there. They're just now starting. It's a good time to jump in. Yeah. Am I, oh, yeah. Cassie, do you have any final thoughts here? I mean, 
now like i just said i'm very much looking looking forward to endgame very much looking forward to wonder woman 84 i understand that's the competing company but that's gonna be really great um that's gonna be very enjoyable and it's gonna really scratch that itch for those of us who didn't get enough of the 90s punch in captain marvel yeah i i love seeing her actualize her true powers at the end yeah i just wish that happened like at the beginning of the second right. act. Yeah. I wanted to see more. I was so ready for more once she turned it on, took the hand from behind her back. Just think about it. They're just giving us a tease because in a month we're going to watch her fuck up the Black Order. Oh, the remember, exactly. according to Jude Law, what was given can be taken away. So I'm just trying to quote Jude Law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. But when she takes the governor off, yeah, that's it. Time to go. Speaking of time to go, I think that's about it for us today, Normies. All right. Oh, and Little Goose Town here is saying time to go, too. Oh, hey, Little Goose. What's that coming out of your mouth? Some weird little... Oh, oh! Whoa! Oh, something crazy! Where's that lunchbox (laughs) calling? We gotta gotta clean that up. All right. Well, maybe we get out of here, Normies, before something else starts going. That's right. Well, this has been Mike. This is Colin. Joe. And this is Cassie, Captain Cassie, signing off. Higher, further, faster, Normies. All right. Oh, hell yeah. This is Aquaman, and if you enjoyed that episode, I'd really appreciate it if you give it a like, share, and subscribe on iTunes, and you'd really be one of my man if you share with a friend. We'll be seeing you around.